0: How likely are you to get your photograph taken with an animal when you go abroad for your holidays? Well the, the, the appeal, is it's never really been there for me, but how much thought do you give to the health and well-being of the animal that you're having a selfie with? Now this was a common practice in the UK many years ago and it wouldn't have been an uncommon sight to see people having their photograph taken with monkeys at the seaside for example but as we head off onto our holidays this summer, the international charity Born Free is calling on us to support its campaign to end the practice of souvenir photographs by pledging not to take selfish selfies to tell us more about their campaign on the line now is chris lewis who's the captivity research officer from the born free foundation good evening chris good evening thanks for having me on not at all thank you for joining me this evening now born free is synonymous with elsa the lion the actress virginia mckenna and actor bill travers and of course the adamson's and for those of us who don't know tell us about the history and the legacy of the born free foundation
1: yeah, sure. So Born Free, as, as many people um, will recall, was um, about Elsa, a lion who was um, successfully returned to the wild. Um, but Born Free and the, the genesis of what was Zoo Check um, was actually as a result of a young elephant called Poly Poly, who um, Bill and Virginia met um, while filming an elephant called Slowly. And this elephant was gifted by the Kenyan government to London Zoo, which uh, Bill and Virginia tried to stop from happening. Um, And sadly, um, at the age of just 16, Poli Poli died at London Zoo while Bill and Virginia were campaigning for Poli Poli to be returned back to the wild. And that resulted in the birth of ZooCheck, which became Born free And now we work on many different areas, including uh, conserving animals in their wild habitats, uh, rescuing and rehabilitating animals that have been kept in terrible captive conditions and also, um, trying to end the captive keeping of wild animals in various settings, including animals which are used as photo props in the, in the photo industry, which we're talking
0: about this evening. In addition to that, how can us humans modify our behavior in our consumerism? Because you find that organizations that use things like palm oil in cosmetics, an example, then, of course, that leads to the debilitation of, you know, the, the palm oil trees, which is unhelpful to, you know, gibbons, orangutans um, and, and such like. So a lot of this, I know we'll, we'll come on to, you know, these photographs in a second, but I think a lot of this comes from our own human behavior, doesn't it?
1: It's true, yeah. I think everything is about uh, making an informed decision, making an educated decision. And uh, as we will touch on many times, it's about taking a a step back and and thinking about what we are actually doing and and whether it's morally and and ethically the correct thing to do, Um, and also just doing our homework on, on what these practices involve.
0: So, come on then, cards on the table. Why is it a problem having your photograph taken with these animals then?
1: (laughs) Yes, so, I can see it's a a very tempting proposition. Um, Many many of us have a a fascination with the natural world, um, particularly um, exotic or dangerous animals, which we do not encounter on a daily basis. Um, But sadly, people do want to exploit that fascination. um, And the captive wild animal souvenir photo industry is sadly cruel, uh, exploitive and it's also potentially dangerous to humans as well as animals. Um, wild animals suffer um, a great deal when being used as props for photos and oh. selfies. They, they, are manip- they are manipulated, um, they're manhandled they're, they're, uh, throughout the day uh, with very few breaks. They're sadly at times mutilated so you will have venomous snakes having their teeth removed. You'll have Big cats having their claws ripped out. You will have birds having their wings pinioned. So they don't. They cannot fly away. And what we need to do is we need to again take a step back and think. If you were to have that photo with that animal in the wild in its natural environment, would you be able to have that photo? Would that animal allow you to have that photo? And if not, you need to think what has happened to that animal to make it malleable and and able to have that photo so it could be sedated it could be chained it could be even beaten um, to break its spirit like elephants so there are so many things that are going on beyond um, what can just seem to be an innocent uh, photo Um, and and that this is where again as as I said just taking a step back and having a think about whether this really seems right um, before you have this photo taken
0: So where's your evidence come from then, Chris?
1: So we operate a uh, programme called Raise the Red Flag on our website. Um, So for people who go on holiday um, and they witness these activities, um, they're able to then send through a report to ourselves. That can include photos, um, videos, uh, and also we also have uh, professional um, photographers and videographers sending Mm us footage as well. And what it highlights to us is that this is, a, unfortunately, a, a global issue. This is not something which is just happening in one country or one continent. Wherever you go, sadly, in most places, there will be somebody trying to exploit wildlife uh, for their own gain.
0: Now, the Born Free Foundation uh, compiled a report called Selfish Selfies, which is what I was saying earlier on, the exploitation of captive wild animals for souvenir photographs. What did you learn from that report?
1: Yes, uh, it's, there, there, there are, what we have learned is there are many uh, facets to what is going on. It's not just the actual... Um, photograph or the keeping of the animal. It's also the process which is involved in obtaining those animals as well. So quite frequently, these animals are taken from the wild. Um, Often as youngsters, their mothers will be killed. They're then kept in terrible conditions. Um, As I said, they are often manipulated, mutilated, um, or even have their behavior changed to make sure that they are able to be Uh, safe to have photos taken with them and even in some cases they're still not safe there's still a number of injuries which occur but then even afterwards once the photos have been taken once they've been exploited as a photo prop when they become too old or too big or too dangerous they then face an uncertain future as well so they can either be rehomed to inappropriate captive facilities or they may even be destroyed as well because they're no longer useful to the person who's been exploiting them for photos
0: how are you changing the behavior of and educating the people around the world because we're talking about you know here going abroad on holidays it has happened in the uk you know you see people having photographs on blackpool beach you know with a monkey or or whatever but you know how are you changing that global behavior
1: yeah you're right so it's it's a it's a global problem and there's currently a a patchwork of legislation out there in terms of national um, legislation. In many places this isn't a um, uh, there is no license or legislation governing this activity so it's largely unregulated. So not only are we calling on governments to implement legislation, we're also calling on travel industry um, personnel to change their behaviour and what they're advertising what they're selling. So they're actually selling ethical and moral um, wildlife activities um but until that time comes what we need is the public to um vote with their wallet really because if there is not a demand for it these practices will come to an end because it's all about money for the people who are exploiting um these animals Um, so One way we have done that is we have released this report and people can pledge to not take a selfish selfie this summer. We're we're encouraging people to do that and you can sign the pledge at Born Free's website. We've already had over a thousand pledges so we're progressing really well but we would encourage everyone to do it and people to share it with your friends and your family as well.
0: So in what countries are these photographs being taken predominantly then?
1: It's it's, it's it's global, and I, I guess a few examples so that, that you can go to South America and there will be sloths. Um, North America, obviously, they've recently brought in legislation um, regarding big cats, but you can still have your photos taken in roadside zoos with various other um, animals. Um, in North Africa, you can have uh, pictures with macaques. South Africa, lions, lions. Um, in Europe, you've got marine parks where you can swim and have your photos taken with dolphins. Um, Asia, you have elephants. You've got tiger temples, uh, slow lorises. It's 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 huge. It's there, there is there is so much, unfortunately, um, exploitation going on out there. But it, it's something which the light hasn't been shone on in a great deal as yet because, you know, when people take their photo it seems like an innocent thing you you put it on social media you share it with people and you know many people it's their lifetime ambition to uh have their picture taken with an elephant or or a tiger um but this is why we're trying to change people's behavior and to change the way people think about it to try and reduce this and reduce it not in just one place but throughout the world
0: why haven't these selfies been made illegal then and what can the born free foundation do to legislate for this
1: yeah it's, uh, so it, these issues generally come down to a national level um so it is on each individual government to do so um but you but need to educate countries... that government don't you exactly yes but, so that but there is there is a, a government level education that needs to go on there but then it also needs to be enforced as well because legislation is one thing but then enforcement mm. is, is an entirely different issue as well and I think what we need to do is encourage governments to say that people will not be willing to go to countries where you are exploiting your wildlife um, I think Costa Rica is a is a very good example where they've really embraced ecotourism and it's really Booming at the moment because people can go there and see um wildlife in the wild and that's how we need to get governments to to think about it in terms of an economical um benefit to themselves
0: what's your view on zoos then chris
1: born free is opposed to zoos um it is a it's another incredibly deep um subject which perhaps um <laughs> i could come back on and talk to you another time um there are, um, I think that there's always been an argument that there are good zoos and bad zoos. I would argue that there are bad zoos That's and bad about less them. bad zoos. So, again, the majority of animals which are kept in zoos are of very little conservation benefit. And in short, they are just um, places of entertainment um, for humans. Um, whilst selfish selfies may not always occur at all zoos, Selfish selfies do occur at a number of zoos throughout the world, um, particularly at marine parks where you can have your picture taken with dolphins. Um, and we feel that the conservation benefits of the zoos is often overstated um, and
0: needs careful scrutiny. But what experience have you got of that? Have you seen that with your own eyes or has further research been conducted?
1: Yes, yeah, so there's, uh, we've put out a number of reports. Um, on not only um, individual species in zoos, so we've recently put out reports on uh, elephants in zoos, uh, polar bears in zoos, and giraffes in zoos, Um, and we've also done um, more broad research on analysis into not only what species zoos keep in captivity, but also where their money is being spent as well. So Mm -hmm. I would encourage people to go to our publications page if they want to read any of
0: those reports. How else then can we learn about animals and uh, in doing so uh, can promote their welfare if we don't have yeah. zoos yes they are I, I get where you're coming from that they're they're a, a place of entertainment I see that um, but I don't think any zoo in its right mind would mistreat its animals. so if you know it ha- how do we how else are we going to learn about our our, our, our many many different species if we don't have them close up? And monitor their behaviour, um, you know, and, and various other things?
1: Yeah, I, I guess what we need to decipher here is, is what zoos are we talking about? Because there are zoos in certain countries which have legislation gover- governing the standards with which they keep the animals. But there are many countries which, again, do not have uh, zoo licensing um, in place. So, mm-hmm. again, there are no standards to keep those animals towards. And what we would argue is that zoos, keep their animals in artificial conditions so what are you actually learning about seeing those animals in a zoo setting you're arguably seeing behaviors which have manifested to cope with their captivity Mm. and now that there's such a plethora of wildlife documentaries out there using technology and images which have never been used before there's never a better way to learn about animals than watching these documentaries or if you're lucky enough to see them in the wild, I appreciate not everyone can go see them in the wild. Mm. But at the same time, it's not our divine right to see those animals. Um, And I think one argument is that people cannot learn about animals unless they go to a zoo. But I think one thing we need to remember is we know a hell of a lot about dinosaurs. Um, People are fascinated about dinosaurs. We cannot see them in captivity they went extinct mm-hmm. millions of years ago, but people are still fascinated by dinosaurs even though they can't see them in person.
0: Sure. I mean, how has the rise in the number of selfies encouraged more people to get involved with capturing wild animals? I think the,
1: the, the rise in social media has played a massive part in a, a number of areas of animal exploitation, Selfish selfies and photo props being a particular one because not only will people see a friend or a relative that has gone somewhere and had that photo taken, they'll also see celebrities, high-profile celebrities that have had that photo taken as well. So information is shared in a much um, more frequent uh, amount nowadays um, that it is so easily accessible for everyone. Um, and that is why we're not only encouraging the public, we're also encouraging celebrities to think about it as well. We've written to all um, Premier League football clubs to try and educate their players about it as well because every summer you will see a high-profile footballer that has um, had their photo taken in in such a uh, situation and it often leads to to backlash. So we're trying to be proactively... um, educating these uh, players so that they don't um, face the same backlash, which often occurs.
0: Now, the report also suggests that posing for selfies with animals has resulted in people becoming sick or injured, and in worst cases, even dying. What do you know about this?
1: Yes, so often people may have these opportunities. Um, and they may not think twice about it, but they may suffer um, even if it's something minor like a cold a few days later. They may not attribute that to the activity that they've undertaken a few days ago where they've interacted with a wild animal. But there are also other more serious um, diseases which are possibly contracted as well. So there could be rabies, uh, bird flu, hepatitis, ringworm, all things like that. And we've also seen a number of cases as well where Um, people have been physically injured as well. So even just recently um, in the last month, there was a lady that was um, at an elephant park in Indonesia um, and she suffered a broken arm after it was crushed in the mouth of an elephant. Um, There's been incidences in Russia where bear cubs have um, bitten people, um, sea lions have bitten youngsters. that They've been swimming with dolphins, dolphins. Leopards. It it, it it doesn't always make uh, mainstream news, mm. but there are if you dig, there are um, incidences occurring all the time where people are being injured by these wild animal interactions, um, and then there are also the hundreds of cases as well where maybe people suffer uh, an illness, don't even realise what was the cause of it, and never think about it twice. But it is something which does need very careful consideration because these um, photo-prop opportunities not only are a risk to animal health, but they are also a risk to human health
0: as well. So what would you like to do then? uh, And what would you like to happen following the report that the Born Free Foundation uh, compiled? And what do you need us to do?
1: Yeah, so as I said, Born Free is calling for a change in the travel industry. Um, The travel industry should not be selling or promoting the use of animals as photo props, either directly or indirectly, in our view. Um, We're also calling on national governments to um, ban these activities. But in the short term, while we're waiting for these to happen, we need the education um, of the public. Uh, We want the public to be better educated about not only the risks involved, but also the cruelty and the exploitation, which I've described. So when you go on holiday... You see this opportunity, it's incredibly tempting. It's uh, an incredible, even animals which are used as photo props, they're, they're incredibly fascinating because you've never seen one before. But you need to just take a step back, think about why that animal is in that situation. Should that animal be in that situation? Is it a natural situation for that animal to be in? If you have any doubts whatsoever, if possible, take a photo of it on your own phone or take some video footage. You can submit that footage to our Raise the Red Flag program and also pledge to not take a selfish selfie this summer and put an end to this suffering once and for all.
0: Where can we find more information, Chris?
1: Yes, so if you go to uh, bornfree.org.uk forward slash selfie, oh, forward slash selfish selfies. Uh, you'll find more information there sorry it's a tongue twister and i made it almost all the way through without stumbling
0: on it (laughs) you did splendidly chris lewis captivity research officer at the born free foundation thank you very much for talking to friday night live that is your lot for this episode you can catch the program live every friday night on black country radio from 7 p.m If you love our podcast, then please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by Clive Payne, produced by Andy Caddick.